from Halloween's Diner, We're the Halloweeniacs, a podcast series where Matt Douglas and Greg Douglas from Nightmare 365 and Tom Piccarella and I, Michael Piccarella from the Jack Lantern Press podcast, grab a few cups of coffee, mash together for various discussions about all things Halloween. In this series, the four of us do an episode every 31st of every month that has a 31st. Well, next month is April, and that's halfway to Halloween month. And in honor of halfway to Halloween month, to get you into the spirit, the four of us here at the diner will be sharing our top three Halloween icons. Um, The icons we choose could be creatures or objects, anything from a vampire bat or headless horseman to dripping blood or fog. So what do you guys think? Was this easy to choose three things? Or was this a hard thing to, to narrow down into three? I know it was kind of difficult for me to... At really? least for... How can it kind, be difficult? I mean, one of them was not, but the others, because there's so many to choose from. I mean, yeah, but I think most people have their image of Halloween in their head. And I don't think, you know, most people have to, like, spend a lot of time. And I think a lot of people have the same icons in their heads. But only three? I think I had a decent amount. I had probably like ten, ten dancing around. Yeah. Yeah, but if you look at most of the books, right? Like if you look at Transylvania Traveler book, if you look at the book that I have in front of me, the Halloween the Halloween Encyclopedia by Lisa Morton, and then also any of Leslie Bannatine's books, I think there's two of them that don't, but all of them have the jack-o'-lantern. I think that, like we have to get that out of the way because the jack-o'-lantern is... I think the icon of Halloween. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. That was definitely one that, that uh, popped into my head right away, but there certainly are a number. I mean, if you look at any Halloween postcard or book or, you know, decoration, there are certainly specific icons that pop up for sure. The witch going through the moon the skeleton, black bed cat. sheet ghost, black cat. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious to see if we're all going to have the same thing or maybe they will be different. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what everyone picks. Yeah, the reason I said like we should do three, obviously keep it short, but then also if you if all four of us did three, that adds up to 12. And then if we did the special one, Ooh. or, you know, like that adds up to 13. Ooh, spooky special. number. If they're spooky. all different. If they're if all different. If they're all different. Yes, yeah. but that, that's why I wanted to say, like, I think, because I on my list, I had the jack-o'-lantern. And I think it's one of the, you know, if you look at anybody's book, uh, you know, that pertains to Halloween, like we could go down the list. Leslie Blantyne's book, like I said, Lisa Morton's book. Any, any childhood book that you remember you know even charlie brown the great pumpkin everything surrounds the jack-o'-lantern the pumpkin and i i think that if if you asked anybody on the street if we took a poll most people would say it's the jack-o'-lantern it's it's the pumpkin so did you guys all so first off well greg and tom i I was curious like did you guys find this kind of challenging to narrow it down to three did you feel like you went to more traditional ones or did you feel like you wanted to choose stuff that was uh more well i guess i'm just curious how you guys came up with your three well for me i mean it was more of like icons of 
Halloween, what makes me get in the mood and the spirit and the things. So I don't have like your traditional, I would say, things besides like the black cat. Um, because when I think of Halloween, I think of like the weather. I think of the leaves changing. I think of like, especially up by us, like when I was a kid, like playing outside, kicking leaves around, like the leaves are falling and it's just like the weather, the season. That's yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, Tom. I was, I was kind of along the same lines of that. I switched my list around a million times in anticipation that other people were going to select things. So I wanted to kind of have a little bit of a variety on, on top of that. I'm, I'm with Greg where, where I started thinking about things that would get me into Halloween. More abstract things. Yeah. I mean, and like he said, you know, you know, the smell of, of like the first rain, or when the leaves are changing, I started seeing that as being iconic. But at the same time, I was I kind of went away from that because I wanted to like do things like if you looked at something or looked at a picture, would that immediately remind you of Halloween? So that's kind of the way I approached it. Like when I when I say to you guys like hot apple cider, do you think of Halloween? Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, like the smell I, of that, and you know. Like, for I think for me and Tom too though is and I don't know if you remember this Tom but we used to go to that Christmas tree lot in Santa Rosa and they had he always gave out hot apple cider while we were yeah. looking for a tree so sometimes I equate hot apple cider to that but that's just specific to us yeah because that was kind of a tradition we went to the same tree lot every year and uh, and so that guy always had it so I was like oh dude let's get that hot apple cider. So I kind of equate it to Christmas a little bit too. Yeah. I always think, I think a lot of things come from your childhood. Obviously, you know, if you had a For bad, sure. if you had a bad childhood, it sucks. You know, if you, if I'm you, sorry. yeah, if you didn't really enjoy <laughs> Halloween the way we did, I, I think it, you have a different take on it. And may, maybe when people get older, they have a new appreciation for it. But I think most of all, it, it stems from your childhood because a lot of the stuff that I had on my list and that I thought of were from like when we were young kids. Definitely. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you and I were just talking about that the other day, Matt, you were saying that once you turned um, 60, yeah. that you started <laughs> thinking back, you know, nostal- you were getting more nostalgic for things in the past. Oh, for sure. Yeah. See, and, and I, I had just on my extras list, which this would be a good time to bring that up, is is that VR, because I'm so into like the video game stuff, that that right now has sort of reverted me in, into looking at, at like the immersive experience in VR, even though that wasn't something back when we were kids. That's become huge right now in we, getting we- me into Halloween. I mean, Friday the 13th Nintendo. Yeah, that that does. It's like that yeah. video game. It never reminded me of Halloween, but I guess it did have like that spooky summer vibe, you know, feel. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I, I think everybody has their own memories or, you know, when, when you say the word Halloween, like if we sat down and said, all right, close your eyes. When you think of Halloween, what do you see? And I, I think everybody, no matter who you talk to, is definitely going to say something different. But then at the it's same time. It's kind of funny. Because the 
the when you just said that it was it's not even specific a specific icon that comes up in its various forms so like if if i thought of a jack o lantern it wouldn't be like many different ones it's like one specific one from childhood there's one specific yeah. jack o lantern or it may be a decoration of mm-hmm. something a, a a witch so when i think of a witch i tom you'll remember this but those two uh die cut witch decorations that we yep. had in Newbury Park, the two faces, like those just like pop into my head versus like the many different witches that are that you may see. So it is yeah, it is interesting that when I when when I personally think of specific icons, it does go back to a specific item and typically it's from childhood. Yeah, but I think I think what what Matt's even saying at the very beginning is a jack o' lantern, pumpkin, anything that you want to you want to look at from that regard. I I think that everybody, as soon as you put a pumpkin in front of somebody's face, they're gonna they're gonna think Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said like it's it's pretty much the ultimate icon of Halloween because yeah. everybody that writes about it, you know, puts it on the front cover of their book. You know, including you guys, the Transylvania Traveler, front and center. Nightmare right. Front and Center, yeah, coming out. Yeah, we're gonna have a book coming out it's too. It's gonna be a picture book you can color. I love it. I love it. Yeah. One, <coughs> so I'm curious. That means everyone's gonna have a jack lantern on their list. Nope. Not nope. Me. I put Let's, the carving uh, pumpkins. Interesting. As yeah, I mean, one, uh, once again, I mean, when I was thinking through this, I also wanted to sort of think a little bit differently but i i know that i didn't but i i I didn't in in a way i just didn't do like some pinnacle ones like a black cat jack jack o'lantern a moon so you wanted Um, to think outside the pumpkin shell is what you're saying sure you see what i did there i like it so corny joke (laughs) corny dad joke what's your top three then you talking to me yeah i'm talking to you so we'll just go ahead and jump into it. And then yeah, you we'll have just... to explain why you chose them and why those icons really stick out to you. And I would yeah. start with your number three and go to your number one if I you did it in order. Yeah, I didn't do it in order. And I'll oh, try to keep these brief since uh, <sighs> we we have four people to go through. But honestly, at my my uh, I, guess, I guess I'll put number one, but um, it's not really number one. But... Haunted House, and the reason that I picked a Haunted House is because, number one, we did a million different Haunted Houses when we were kids, and number two, one of the things, and I'm sure we've brought this up before, but one of the things that I like about Haunted Houses is looking at those two records, the chilling, thrilling sounds of, uh, of, uh, of the night, and we used to look at it, it was the orange record and the other record that had the the two haunted houses on there and there was a, always that scene and we'd just sit there for hours and listen to the sounds while we were looking at that and my imagination would just go crazy with haunted houses i mean even to this day with even going back to vr stuff it's like dude i want to just walk through a haunted house that'd be so sweet to like go down hallways and and so I always think of that's huge iconic in my mind as far as uh you know something that reminds me immediately of Halloween. 
And then my next one is kind of in combination with it with a haunted house, which is a graveyard. I mean, the moment you see a graveyard, I think of like darkness and wind and rain, which then goes back to that whole thing again with those two covers where they always have a graveyard and you're walking through that graveyard to get to the haunted house. Uh, you know, that that to me, once again, is is a huge icon as far as anything Halloween. Even if you go to a real graveyard, I mean, sometimes you just think to yourself, oh yeah, dude, this is pretty cool looking, or if they have like the really big gothic looking statues and stuff. I don't know if you guys immediately, you know, think of, of something Halloween, but I do. Like a um, regular cemetery? Like if you were going to go bury yeah. someone, you think Halloween? Or I think uh, when I when you say that, I think of like a graveyard like filled with fog and like a little mist, a little like black yeah, yeah. light. You know, I, I think of like something spooky out of a movie when you say like a gra- like a graveyard. Yeah, and I and I think that immediately, at least for me, like if you look at any of the horror movies, there's always a graveyard scene. There's always yeah. that Frankenstein so, meets the Wolfman opening yep. graveyard, as we've you know brought up many times before. That's like one of the best graveyards. There are a lot of neat things in there. There's Definitely. tons of neat things in there. I'm glad you brought that up. The, and the last one for me is just monsters. Anytime I see any kind of creature, monster, uh, it immediately, it, it just, it just speaks Halloween. And so I'll give you an example. Like, like I, I read a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons book, Pathfinders comic books. Inside there, there's always some specific creatures, uh, and I immediately go right to the horror, right to Halloween. I always think, oh, dude, that'd be cool to have a mask. Uh, hmm. You know, Frankenstein, obviously, Dracula, werewolf, all, all of them are are always huge, iconic things in my mind. But monsters, just in general, uh, have always just been an immediate... I always try to think, like, how can I incorporate that somehow in a haunted house or in a Halloween sort of costume or something. So Dude, those are my I didn't three. even think of that as a, not monsters, but you brought up masks and that it, I'm surprised I didn't think of that. Cause to me as a kid, Halloween masks were everything. Every year we would always get like one mask. I mean, you, yeah, I, you I, I melted up in your garage. They are melting. Yeah, yeah. he does, it, it, dude. I thought about putting a mask on there, but then I kind of I, I wanted to keep monsters in general, so that's yeah. why I didn't put masks dude, on there. Yeah, but mask, I, I did think about it. That is a good one because that was a huge thing for us in our house because we always knew. Okay, once we had a new mask, that was like adding a new monster to whatever Halloween display or haunted house that we would make each year. So the mask and and there's and the mask says so much about what halloween is because halloween is like the one time a year where you can be someone else you can kind of hide behind something and i think that there's something to be said about that and why i think a lot of people love halloween is you, it's it's the one time a year where there are kind of no rules and so yeah, dude, the mask. It's too late. I'm not going to put it on my list now, but that is a good 
that is a real good one. But and to think about it, like what other holiday do you really wear a mask? Yeah, pretty. Yeah, much not not very many. Grade balls. Yeah, but most of that That's time is around holiday. Halloween mm. when you do that yep. kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, that was really good. I, I do like that. And monsters are, you know, I think the pinnacle of Halloween because there's so many different types of monsters, from werewolf, all over the world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like that yeah, one. And I one. do I do love the haunted house. That was one of it didn't make my top three, but it was in like the top running of that you was know, in like, my top ten. M- you know, memories and because it is it's it is another icon and, and right around October, you know, through November around here usually there's always different haunted attractions and haunted houses. And I do remember, do you remember this when we were little? It was when we lived in our old house and there was a haunted house. I, it had to be in September or something, but the line was so long and we wanted to go as kids. Dad got pissed. No, no, no. Dad wasn't even with us. Okay. And we were standing online and I remember... Was this on the on the street, like someone's house or, or like an actual haunted attraction? Yeah. So it was, it was a, the church by our house put this on and it, I guess it was at their like rectory or, you know, wherever they lived, the priest or whoever they were. And they, they put it on, and I guess they had this haunted house that you would walk through. But the line was around the block, and I remember standing, you know, like by the, the fence. It was like that old rail, mm-hmm. you know, metal fence that we stood there. And we, I, we had, you know, and we were impatient. I do remember that because we were like, oh, man, we just want to get in, but the line's not moving, blah, blah, blah. And we never ended up getting into the haunted house, but I just, that memory is stuck in my brain. You don't remember that? Maybe you were too little. Yeah, I think because I, was I was too little. I remember like that haunted house. I remember going into that at one year, but I don't remember just standing there. Yeah, because I never remember yeah. going into it. I remember people coming did out. Did they like, do it screaming. every year? They did, yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember. All I remember is just this one time, just standing there and never getting in. I remember, I guess I was complaining too much. I was like, we're never going to get in. And mom's like, forget this. <laughs> I remember, you left? I remember. Yeah, we, we never did. Year. We never got in. <laughs> oh, gee, that sucks. I remember the one year dad got, like, pissed because, like, the parents were, like, cutting kids in line and everything like that. I think it was, like, for, like, they were handing out candy the one year. I, I vaguely remember that. And da- dad got pissed and he was like, never again. We're yeah. never doing that again. Yeah, because people go nuts. Mike, what nice. do you got for your list? All right, so I'm going to do mine backwards. From I did do mine in order. I do have a number one, a number get, two, and a number three. So a 20-minute monologue about him. Yeah, get ready. Buckle in. <laughs> um, so my number three is a skeleton, and that's probably more more of a personal thing, but I always remember those Bystel uh, die-cut skeleton decorations that yeah. you can kind of you know, you can move their limbs around and whatnot. Love them. <clears throat> Those were always on everyone's front door or they had it in the window. It was in every classroom. Mm-hmm. My dad had one. He didn't have the Bistel one. He had an an old old one from probably the seventies. And I always wondered where that thing went, but it was a glow in the dark one. I remember my dad used to put that up in the same spot every every year it was near the the kitchen table kind of where the cupboards were and he would put that thing up and then we would turn off all the lights and look at that thing glow but 
yeah, there was this something about the skeleton, and there's there's a particular memory that I have, and it must have been when I was two or three years old. It was probably my first Halloween memory. It was from the our first house, Tom, in Canoga Park, and you probably don't remember this because I barely yeah, I don't remember, remember that. But there was a plastic skeleton that is like a skeleton model that dad had on the end table. And for whatever reason, I was just as a little toddler, I was just super fascinated with that, uh, with that skeleton. And a number of years back, I saw a picture. It was like a baby picture in one of our baby books. And I saw that little skeleton in the background of the picture on the table. And man, it just brought me right back to that first Halloween. So I think that when I was that young, there's something about Halloween just caught my interest. And I think that skeleton had a lot to do with it. So that's why I picked the skeleton. And certainly like in a lot of decorations, uh, and and imagery so going back to that disney chilling thrilling sounds of the haunted house the 1979 album there's that skeleton lifting up that coffin oh yeah so you know every halloween i would listen to that album of course i would be uh looking at that skeleton and um and then i don't know if you remember tom but the inflatable skeletons that we had we had a big one and then that small one (laughs) Remember, we used that to, like, make dummies and everything all the time. I, I do remember that. And not only that, I mean, think about this. Like, even in, in some of the movies that went, when I went on my huge sort of movie-watching thing uh, this last year, dude, every movie has those skeletons on, like, the door, on a tree, or somewhere. Those are always everywhere. So that that is a good one. Yep. So that's my number three. My number two is a haunted house same as yours tom but it's not just the idea of a haunted house but the actual image of a haunted house so like we have those those die cut again going back to the die cuts uh, uh haunted house decorations and yep the so there was the one that had all those monsters kind of coming out of it there's another one that has a bunch of ghosts coming out of it but i always used to look at an image of a haunted house like those or the ones from the records, the uh, Halloween Horrors one, that that one that Travis had with the green light coming out of the top window. That I used I used to always think like, what's going? If I could, what's inside that that house? You know what monsters are in there? When you're listening to an album, for example, you can imagine all those sounds taking place inside the haunted house yeah what, what was the one that had the the big frankenstein on the front oh remember sounds that? to was, make you shiver yeah that sounds to make you shiver that that one was kind of like that huge castle-y looking haunted house that i used to like to look at too yeah there was also a cracked monster party magazine i think it was the the second issue they had a big haunted house with monsters in there so it was always the idea of what lurked inside so it was almost like the whole jaws thing you don't see the shark but it's your imagination what's what's in that water you know it's like why i hate water 
because you don't know what's inside. If, if you're like in, like when we were in Clear Lake, I always hated going in that water because it's like you don't know what's in there. And that's kind of the idea that I, that I have with the haunted house is you don't know what's inside that house. And it could be anything. That house can be, you know, like a cartoon where it's this tiny house on the outside, but then you walk inside and it's this huge, you know, mansion that yeah, I you know, mean, that has that's endless with the rooms. water. The water situation, Greg should be able to, you know, tell you all kinds of stuff because of the the blue hole there that he didn't go into. So he yeah. probably he probably can explain a lot about not going into water. I love that water. The blue hole smelled like <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. That thing was toxic. That was like East Palestine water now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder how many people do have haunted houses on their list of like icons of Halloween. I mean, it's definitely even just the silhouette of a house, a haunted house. Well, I don't know. Is, even when you were like in school, they you know, would draw like the haunted houses. Yeah. Halloween with pumpkins and mice. Halloween. It's so nice. I mean, even like pumpkin spice now. Halloween. Yeah, every like it and how many haunted attractions and we talked about this before. How many haunted attractions are out there now? Cuz when we were younger, there was few and far between. There now was. they're like yeah, all over and I, and I really do think that a lot of people do you know, view haunted houses as like one of the icons of Halloween for sure. So it's it, well, it doesn't surprise me that you guys do have it on your list. What do you got in that book right there, Mike? And I and I'll say one other thing. So there's this poetry book Tom and I always talk about. It's Halloween, I and this thing cover. has like yeah all yeah. This is the better cover than the new one. I know the new but one. It's, it's not the same. Kind of lame, yeah. So this one has a ton of icons of Halloween, but there was one poem that I always liked the best. Oh, yeah, it was the haunted house. The yeah, haunted house. Yep. And it's the same thing, you know, you looked inside and there's like all these like little goblins kind of like silhouettes of these goblins peeking out. You got ghosts coming out of there, bats. It's this house upon the hilltop that we will not go inside for that is where the witches live, where ghosts and goblins hide. Tonight they have their party, all the lights are burning bright, but oh, we will not go inside the haunted house tonight. It's, yeah. it's So what's it, that it book called? Just, yeah, you're on the screen is, with us, so... For it's people called out there it's in the Halloween. Land. Yeah, it's 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 Halloween by Jack Perletsky, pictures by Marilyn Hafner, and this was a book we had as kids. And this book kind of introduced Tom and me to uh, to Halloween, you know, because my my mom and dad used to read that to us, and we would look at this book constantly. Yeah. So this book kind of was the blueprint for what Halloween would become in our mind, and and that particular poem was always my favorite and i think again it's because of the mystery that's inside this house and to me halloween is all about the mystery the dark you know when you're out on the out in the streets you don't know what's lurking behind a bush or behind that door you're knocking on and so it's there's mystery there's danger there's surprise and that's the excitement of halloween so to me that's a definite number two. Yeah. And, and then my, oh, most, most people don't know too. Like if from that book, you have, you made Halloween de decorations based on those illustrations. Yeah. I made out of wood. I, I 
drew big pictures, cut them out on wood. And then, so like the goblin I have in my tree and I use the same cat from this book, the goblins. So yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely put its stamp on me for Halloween anyway. <clears throat> and then my number one, dun, dun, dun. it could only be a jack-o'-lantern. Jack-o'-lantern press. And so when I was saying that a specific item would come in mind, the one for me is actually not a pumpkin. It's the pumpkin buckets that we had, Tom, as kids. The the three We had the three, one for me, one for you, one for uh, Loretta. The, the jack-o'-lantern bump pumpkin buckets that we would carry candy in. And those always came out first once it was Halloween time. So my parents would get the decorations down and those pumpkin buckets would go right near the fireplace. We had like a little step near the fireplace and that's where they would go. And it was like Halloween's here. So we would put those out and then we'd start getting out all the decorations. So those were there first. And it was like, they were right there when we got up for cereal in the morning Oh yeah, it's that blow mold pumpkin, jack-o'-lantern, and the ones that we had, I can't find anywhere. I've looked online, and I can't find the exact ones that we had, but it's a very specific one that came out in the 80s, and there's something about that, probably because I that I was starting to get into Halloween when we took them out, but that really just does it for me, like that image is just Halloween. Like what? What did they look like in terms of like the face, the actual jack o' lantern itself, like the car? I mean, they were just basic. Yeah, they yeah. Were there typical, was nothing to them. Yeah, your typical triangle eyes, triangle nose. It, it's just that specific one. I can't find. Yeah, but you know what's funny is once again that that's in all of the movies as well. They always have like that basic plastic looking pumpkin, and and I, that because that was something from the eighties. Yeah. And it's that. I mean that. <coughs> that's not the one, but yeah. So I'm holding the one I had. Certainly, it still, it still feels like, like that pumpkin bucket just says. It. But the other reason for me, and I've said this many times, to me the jack o' lantern, it which is why we're jack o' lantern press because that is the magic. You you can't go trick or treating until you see that glowing jack-o'-lantern in someone's front window or on their front porch it's like if there's a jack-o'-lantern and it's lit you can go up there for the candy and once that thing is out then the magic is gone so to me the magic of the night is from the jack-o'-lantern so it's just yeah that is it, that thing is everything yeah, I would. I think, like I said, I think on most people's list will be the jack o' lantern for sure. Jack o' lantern. Yeah, let's hear Greg's. I want to hear Greg's because I'm curious because you didn't share with us beforehand. So now no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. He kept it secret. It's secret time with secret. Greg. All right, so I'll go. I'll go three to one. Um, I think my third um one has to be. It's a combination of like corn stalks like the mazes and the hay rides oh, and like hay ride going up to like dearborn or what was it um tz greens where they had like the mazes and the, you you go through the maze and then you get on the hay ride 
and you would go to the pumpkin patch yeah. and like pick out your pumpkin. So that's what I think about. Like I remember just going with mom and dad and we would each pick out a big pumpkin and like you can did we would get the hay, we would get the corn stalks and that's when we started decorating for Halloween. Yeah. You did you you guys actually brought corn stalks to the house oh, yeah. and like set it up? Yep. Yeah, my mom still does uh, that, yeah. Yeah, she So get, is is that is that your icon? Is the is the corn stalk itself, or just kind of like the hayride and the whole thing? I would say it's like everything because like we would go do the maze first, and like you'd walk through the corn maze, and then you'd get on the hayride and pick out your pumpkin, and then when we would leave, we would get a bale of hay yeah. and, and corn stalks. Yep. So like it, it's like everything for me. Yeah. I could see that though. I could see like the corn stalks being like the kind of like icon itself Sim- symbolizes the whole experience. Yeah, yeah be- because it yeah. is like it, it is the culmination of at the end of the season, the growing season. Mm-hmm. It is Halloween because they're pretty much like dying and like the corn is there, everything, and but they're still on the stalk and then they're there. They're ready to just being taken down soon. And that means it's like, all right, now when they're brown, mm-hmm. it's Halloween. Yeah, I could see that. You know what's you know what's funny about the the whole thing with even what we were talking about at the very beginning, like you know when you the leaves are changing and they're falling and the, the first rain comes and all that. It's so weird because I I was looking it up and I read this article about uh, you know the smells and stuff that happen in the fall. You know, even like you were saying with the corn stalk, like. It's dying, like all the leaves are dying, all the trees are dying, and for some odd reason they put out that smell that makes it where you're just like, oh man, it's like all cozy. Like why is the the death of dying trees and those smells are like an aroma for us? It's so weird. Yeah, I, I love it though. Like yeah, you hit the nail on the head, and that's one of the things when I think of Halloween, just the the sights and the smells and like the smells. Yeah. You, when people would have like burn days, it usually would be like on, on, yeah. the, I don't know if, I mean, they don't do it here where I live, but we used to have that in, in Kelseyville. But then also when people would have a fire in the mm-hmm. fireplace, it was typically right around that time. And you smell that. And then that first rain, like you were saying, Tom, I love that smell of that first rain. It so makes me think of Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I think going back to the corn stalk, like that corn stalk symbolizes all kinds of stuff. I even think people have like used that as a sort of the, uh, uh, a place for a scarecrow, you know, they put the corn stalks up and yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. And then my, uh, second one has to be. When like the weather starts changing, the leaves start changing. Uh, that you know you hear like the the breeze through like the the leaves that are like dying. Uh, especially by us, it starts to get a little cold. In like in like, high school, it was football season, so we were outside, you know, and like the colors were from our school orange and black. So like the fall oh, nice. weather, the leaves changing, the colors of like the leaves like just makes it for me as well. Hell yeah. I mean, that was always one of my things. I think I've talked to you guys a bunch and I know I talked to Mike yesterday about this. Like my favorite days are when it's like the mid sixties around here because, and there's no rain, like there's no rain, but it's like gray. It's completely gray out. 
and you see all the different colors around here. And I, that's one of the, like, when I think of those days and even when I have them like here, cause yesterday was kind of like that, you know, in the morning where it was like a little chilly, but definitely bearable. You could be out there with like a short sleeve or just a hoodie on and it was gray and it just feels like that. And I'm like, every time I, you know, experience those types of days, I'm like, it feels like, and then, you know, so. yeah, it feels like fall. Like when you can wear shorts and a sweatshirt and be comfortable. Yeah. It's like, oh, those gray days, man. There's yep. something about it. Those gray days, you could have them in the summer. You could have them in the spring. You could have them in the winter. And you'd be like, dude, this is, it's, this is October. This is fall weather. Dude, yeah, I still definitely. need to to go out there for the changing of the leaves. My wife wants to do that so bad, and yeah, you guys just didn't come have out time this year. This year. I want to see Jackalander press guys. It definitely. I I honestly think that they would just be cool to to go down some of those roads. You know, like remember the movie Big, where they just had like all the trees and stuff in there, and all yeah. the leaves were changing. It's just sweet. There's definitely some neat things in here. It definitely is. Exactly. Um. And then, like, my first one is candy. You'd walk into any store. Dude. You'd walk Duh. into... I didn't even think of that one. Like, the grocery store, Target, Walmart, wherever you went, and there would be the big boxes of candy with, like, the decorations on the side of, like, Reese's, M&M's, everything like that, and... Love it. I don't really, like, eat a lot of candy yep. except for around Halloween, so... Yeah, you sucked down a lot of Halloween candy around Halloween. Oh, yeah, you got to. Um, Did we do a top candy for you, Greg? Yeah, we... No, we we did that episode that we had. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you guys did. That was a good episode. For Halloween candy, like, what just pops in your head right away? I mean, Reese's Cups, but Twix as well. Oh, so you go chocolate. Okay, I was just curious if you went... Chocolate or like Twizzler type, you I know. Mean, I'm sour a big pack. Skittle fan as well. I used to love getting the Skittles. Mm. Um, but yeah, like like candy would have to be number one because you'd walk in there, you knew, you know, on Halloween you were gonna fill your pillowcase with as much candy as you can. Definitely, then, like, that's a good one. Dump it out all over your floor. Uh, dude, it's that's funny. A, that is a great one because even on my extras piece here, one of the things I put on there with those those damn pumpkin candies. Even though every you, you know you guys them. hate those, but I pumpkin love candies, those things. Yeah. And when yeah. I see them, the when I see shit? them yeah. in the Fuck in the grocery candy. stores, it's always September right before the Halloween season yeah. is getting into play. Those hallo- those pumpkin candies are huge. See, those are those are really good ones. I didn't e- like I was really thinking just icons like the the bed sheet ghost, a witch, mm-hmm. pumpkin, black cat, bats. Like these are the things that came to my mind instantly when I was thinking icons. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think like you know, the candy and the corn stalks, which are all awesome. So I'm, it's cool that we all did kind of think differently. I was thinking, oh, we're all going to say black cats. We're all going to say the witch I skeleton. Mean, I had black cat on my list just because our mom had a black plastic cat that we used to stick in the lawn. I still have that. Um, she also had like the glow in the dark skeleton that we would put up. Yeah, I still have that. Um, Paper then, skeleton or was it like a plastic it was like three a plastic glow in the dark one? Okay. And then I remember she would have a scarecrow and take our dad's old flannel shirt yep. and put like some of the hay that we got from the place that we went to and make a scarecrow out of it. 
I still got all of them. They're they're at the house and they're you know, up so every October. My, those are all on my list. And then like I like it. Also like making the ghosts from like the napkins. You know when you were in school. Oh, I do remember that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, or like uh, up by us, like raking the leaves into like the big plastic bags with like the pumpkin on it, so you can have those for decorations. I also like put like candles on like my list. Candles. All yeah. Right. Just think of like yeah. Like you walk into like a dark room and like the candles are like burning down. Um, it just like sets the mood, you know. Look at this guy; he's really I, I I'm very yeah, no, surprised. He, he just then, rocked uh, it. These are good ones. They are good ones. And then just music. Just thinking, like, what pops in your head, like Halloween music. Yeah, like they I'm, said, the chilling, thrilling sounds of the haunted house. I remember when like burning CDs was like big, for like in middle school and high school. You had like Napster and LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. And you used to oh burn God, like Halloween dude. mixes. Well, I used to love going to Party City, and I went last year. I'll share this story. I went, I was thinking, like, you know, just speaking about in the beginning of this episode, getting nostalgic and stuff. And I was like, oh man, I remember going into Party City, and there was like right when you came in, you walked left, and down it was just all the different party stuff that you could buy, like plates, cups, and everything. But they also had like streamers, all these different decorations. And then once you get to the end of the aisle, you would turn right, and then there was just the wall of masks, you know, like bringing it up to that other point where you talked about masks yep. being that. And I just remember yep. seeing the whole wall of masks, and then you'd be like, all right, I want number 313, you know, get me that one, man. Like, I want that one. And then, like, they would go in the back, they would get it, you bring it out, you try it on, or there would be different types of costumes. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't been to this party city in years. And I was like, all right, we went to the haunted attraction, which was a haunted house. And I was like, all right, afterwards, I'm going to go to party city because I wanted to like it was around Halloween time. And I was like, I just want to you know, feel that again. Like, and I hope that this store is decked out the way it is. I walk in. It was nothing like that at all. And it sucked. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it just sucked, man. It was, it like, was like, like thrifty it was nothing for us. They didn't have the the masks. No, they had like they had like three or four on the wall, but then they had pretty much like you would see at Spirit Halloween, you know, like the costumes in like the plastic, you know, yeah, thing. yeah. And it was just like yeah. oh, there was a there was a few of them, but it wasn't what I remember back in like middle school or even high school, where there was just like tons. There was like at least a hundred masks on the wall, and I, they had stuff, but they didn't really have a lot of stuff. And I was like, man, yeah. this is disappointing. See, that's like what drugstores used to have tons of masks. Now it's like there's two or three, like if you were to go in CVS or Rite Aid or whatever. Yeah. But we used to go to, well, ours. Yeah, but they're the crappy masks, though. They're garbage. They're not even quality masks. They're complete garbage, Mike. The ones that they used to have in the drugstores, like it would be the whole entire aisle. And there would be good masks, yeah, good I do quality masks, and they wouldn't be so expensive. You, you know, like now, it's if you were going to get a really good mask, you're going to be dropping like sixty bucks, eighty bucks, hundred bucks. But it was a four. I mean, they were expensive for you know if you had three kids in the house, like my parents did. You know, if you're going to buy three masks, but it wasn't like unrealistic expensive like 150 bucks you know if you want to go to trick-or-treat studios which i love but like man some of those masks are so expensive it's like 
you're not going to get that for a kid to go out trick-or-treating in. They're going to be wearing it on the top of their head the whole night, you know, because it's getting all glued to your face from with sweat. And, you know, you always, like, pull it up and it's just sitting on your head going from from house to house. I remember so, the one mask we had, uh, it was the scream mask, but it was the blood one. You would pump it up and it would, like, yeah, yeah. bleed. I remember that one got really hot because it was like like double plastic on that one. Where did it bleed? So like, picture like the scream mask had like a plastic covering over it. So you had like a pump of blood and you'd pump it from your hand and it would bleed over the face. The whole thing. Oh, oh yeah, that's I've seen those sweet. before. Yeah. You've never seen that before, Mike? I, no, I don't think so. I wonder no. if they still make that. Do you think they still make that? I don't know. Let me look it up. Yeah, look I it bet up. you can. I bet you could find that online somewhere. <laughs> It has to be. You wanted the yeah, because they used to have that like little plastic thing in the front, and it would like drip all through there, but it wouldn't get all messy or anything. Fourteen dollars, really? Where we should get it for the studio? Halloweencostumes dot com. We should get that mask for the uh, for the studio. Yeah, there it is. Well, wait, just to get back on topic, because Maddie D hasn't started his list. Let's do it, Maddie D. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I got a black cat. I got a, I got a pumpkin. And I got, uh, you know, pumpkin spice coffee. That's it. Have a good night. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Mike drop, we're out. From the Halloween <laughs> yeah. Act. I love it. Yeah, so, I mean, I I think everybody knows, like, the icon I really think of is the jack-o'-lantern and the pumpkin. But on my list, I made it a little different because I think I felt like that was going to be too obvious. So my number three pick is the Headless Horseman. Nice. Oh, yeah, I, I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah, it's for for some reason, man, I, I always just remember, because we live so close to Terrytown, a.k.a. Sleepy Hollow, and I always remember watching that, you know, Walt Disney, 1940s, you know, Legends of Sleepy Hollow. I have it today. I just remember, like, growing up, and I was in high school when, you know, the Johnny Depp movie Sleepy Hollow and Tim Burton came out, and... I have so many different, I guess you would say, decorations, like ornaments, decorations of the Headless Horseman. And it always just screamed Halloween to me because I do remember them showing that cartoon in schools around Halloween time. So, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the Headless Horseman is always like stuck out to me as like one of the cool icons of Halloween because it has that like spooky ghost slash paranormal type feeling it's like a monster but it also has that like jack-o'-lantern you know as its head and i was like dude what's more iconic than that yeah Yeah, wasn't that wasn't that one of your top uh movies that's why i was hoping you were gonna say that yeah i mean it for it just it reminds me of that i I don't know ever since like yeah the movies itself and it's always a movie that's on my my list of you know Exactly. It's always on my list to watch during Halloween, whether it's, you know, the Tim Burton one or the, the, you know, the cartoon one from the 40s. I just, I don't know, something about it, man. It just, it it gets me excited. It's like, all right, it's Halloween time. So that was number, uh, yeah, I would say that's number three. Number number one and two were kind of like tough. I would say number two is Scarecrows. Like kind of going back to like what Greg said, you know, our mom... I don't know if she was obsessed with scarecrows during, you know, the Halloween season, but 
the scarecrows. Yeah. Right. When we would get home, she would, she would have this hay and then she would, you know, build like this scarecrow, but then she would also go out and buy all these scarecrows. Cause I remember it was lined down our driveway with just scarecrows. And then the front door, I don't know if mom still has that scarecrow. It, she would put it on the front door and there was just like this, I would say it's like two, two foot, right? It was pretty big. And I was surprised she even put that on the front door. Sometimes she would hang it in the hallway, but she would always have that like front and center somewhere. And I got to ask her if she still has that because that, that's a cool little like prop. Even if I put it on like the chair outside my front door, like it's scarecrows for some reason. I remember mom had the, the die cut scarecrow that she would hang up along with the witch. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I don't have. I, I, I've been looking for a cool die cut scarecrow because I don't think that's that's the only thing I don't have nowadays. I mean, you got mom's Halloween bowl. I mean, yeah, I do. And there's a scarecrow on that. Mm-hmm. So, Did you ever see the, the, the TV movie Dark Knight of the Scarecrow with no. Charles Durning? Is Dude. It- it's it was a made for TV movie back in the eighties. I don't know what year it is. It is on YouTube. I'm looking at it right now. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Is it like you the whole def- thing? Can you watch the whole the thing? It's the whole movie. And you gotta it's send a, that. Yeah, I'll I'll send it. Um, it's it's not like amazing because it's made for TV, so it's not a rated R horror movie. But it's really moody and atmospheric, and it's. You know, it's a scarecrow. So I, I would be curious to see what you think about it. It's a really cool movie and certainly worth checking out, especially if you're into scarecrows. Well, yeah, but definitely, what did you ever think definitely of, one. Oh, go ahead. What, I was going to say what like when you watched The Wizard of Oz when you were a kid, did that scarecrow get you into Halloween? No. Or were you offended by that scarecrow? <laughs> no. No, like thinking about that kind of stuff, like if you remember the Goosebumps, there's a story, the revenge of this. I think it was the revenge of the Scarecrow. The revenge of the Scarecrow. I I, I think that's what it's called. I have to. The revenge. Maybe it's the revenge or the attack of the Scarecrow. But then also scary stories to tell in the dark. They had the Scarecrow. Harold. Yeah, right. What about the The Scarecrow walks at midnight? Is the goosebumps? Say that again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The scarecrow walks at midnight. That's a good one, man. Yeah, but the best scarecrow scene is Jeepers Creepers. That that dang that dang thing is was awesome. Definitely, that was a good movie. That very underrated. (laughs) Very underrated movie. It is very underrated. Yes, yeah, it just got forgotten that movie, which they made. They did do a new one. They kind of rebooted it. I started watching. I forget what it's on. Maybe Netflix or something. Hulu, but it's okay. Oh, Jeepers! Well, even creepers. even on the the cover of uh, October Dreams, there's a scarecrow. Like that. That is a total iconic figure for Halloween. I mean, it's on everything. Yeah, it's on October Dreams. It, yeah, the, I mean, I'm gonna have to read that one again from Goosebumps. The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. I never read that one. I'm going to have to get that. Maybe I'll get it. I listened to it, I think, last, um, maybe not last, uh, two years ago on audiobook. Listen to it? You have an audiobook of it? There, I mean, it was through my you app. You got that Stein on audio, bro? Yeah, they have it on Hoopla, <laughs> the Hoopla app. I love it, dude. I wish he was reading right. it. That would be even better if he was reading it, but he wasn't. But yeah, dude, it's scarecrows, I don't know, they scream it just because like what Greg said, I do remember going to those, you know, 
different garden centers, you know, the farm places and you do the hayride, you get your scarecrow, you get your hay and then the corn stalks that it, I mean, yeah, it screams that. I don't know. It just, it, like I get excited now. Now thinking about it, I want a, a scarecrow mask for the studio. In the studio. Or you should just put a scarecrow up. Ooh, in the studio. I got to find you in guys. In the studio. In the studio. I want to oh. find. You guys have to be on the lookout for me, too. Find a Jeepers a... Creepers studio. <laughs> if we had the Jeepers Creepers <laughs> studio. But no, if, if you guys find any cool die cuts of a scarecrow, send it my way. Even the listeners, send it my way, please. Thank you. You can reach Matt at mattnightmare365 at gmail.com. It's not oh, a Gmail. Dude, there is gmail. a classic scarecrow i just typed this in it's a bicycle one i totally forgot about you better send it i'm gonna here wait let's copy this link yeah this one i this one definitely screams halloween to me because it's scarecrow or does it say halloween you'll when you see it you'll be like oh yeah i've seen that People, this was always in classrooms. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. Remember yeah. that one? Yeah, that one's a good one. You better yeah. share that. Share it. Share it with people. <gasps> Put it in the show notes below. Do you remember that Why one? Why do I feel like we've had that? $25, that? dude. That's a rare find. $25. I'll get it right now. Wait, where yeah, is definitely it? Put that in the yeah. show notes so Definitely put that in the show notes so people can see it. Yeah, this is one's on Etsy, but there's here. Oh, dude, this one is... Uh, this one's seventeen fifty six. This is a rare find, so it's cheaper. There's only one available. Should I get it, dude? Should I just do it? Should I just do it right now and just get it? Pull do the it right just now. pull Live the trigger the right now Live while on we're on air. Hold on, I, I want to look at this because there's a bunch of pictures. I want to make sure on it's the a, podcast. Pull the trigger, bro. Pull yeah. it pull right it. here. Everyone's pull. gonna experience the purchase right here. Buy it now. There's sale. only one left Cha-ching. right here. Cha-ching. Better Add do it. To it. Cart. I hit it. Added it to cart. <laughs> Apple pay that thing. Oh, do oh. it. Oh. <laughs> Let's see if he checks out. Hold on. No, I still have a bunch of others in my credit thing. card denied. Oh, no. he has no. a, he has a decline. Bunch of I have a bunch decline. of other shit. I gotta save for later. He's De- he's buying the New Jersey Devils mascot. De- <laughs> no. Decline. Buy at twenty two dollars with shipping. With shipping and everything, tax twenty two eighty one. Proceed to checkout. Click that box on. Click it. I don't have my car- credit card information. Click it's it. not saved. Click it's not saved it. in here. My credit card and everything is not saved. I'm going to do this later. G-pay it. G-pay it. I'm so going to sell in the audience, but he just racked up a little declined. too much debt. Declined. <laughs> if I'll you get... want to support the show, you can send Matt $5 <laughs> for him. <his bank. laughs> That's at mattgmail.com. Uh, <laughs> if, if you want to support the show so Matt can buy a scarecrow. <laughs> We can't even pay for our goddamn coffee here at the Halloween X Diner. Matt's credit card declined. <laughs> oh, God. You guys are so I guess we're paying for Matt here well, at the so, diner. We'll set up a GoFundMe page in the <laughs> show notes below. All right, Matt. What's your number one? Uh, this declined. One, yeah, that's my, my decline. Too many Halloween uh, purchases <laughs> this month. Too, too many Halloween treats. But I would have to say it, it kind of rivals just the, the the scarecrow and everything else, the witches, the witch. I knew, I knew it just because of the freaking movie you like the best. Yeah, I mean, I, the, uh, hocus the witch. Pocus. Hocus, hocus pocus. Hocus bitches. Yeah, why do you guys always make fun of me for that? 
<laughs> he loves Hocus Pocus too. Loves Hocus Pocus too. It's his favorite. Bunch of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> if if you don't tell me like the witch is like the symbol besides the Sanderson sisters, besides the you know jack o' lantern and the pumpkin, like I think a lot of people, if you pulled them as well, would say the witch, like the black oh yeah. Witch the I mean broom. the witch. Honor broom going through the moon. Well, just, absolutely. Well, just look at Mike's shirt. Like, look at that witch, man. Like that that green looking witch. It's in. It's from Halloween three. The shirt that he's wearing, and it's like that icon. That that green face, and any anything that you think of, even like the the pumpkin pails that we got from McDonald's this year. They have a witch, mm-hmm. and it's the, you know like I don't something about witches. And Halloween time, and I remember a lot of people, like a lot of neighborhood people would, you know, dress up like a witch. And a lot of the teachers would dress up like witches. You know, they would always have the hat. I remember always going to Salem and, you know, we all know Salem, the witches. So, yeah, there's something with with the witch. I mean, even on the Salem Police Department patch, there's a witch. We have that. Really? It's in the studio. it, It is a pretty cool patch. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, I they wear that year round. Yeah, the, hold on. The yeah. police department. Yeah. Dang. No, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it, it is pretty cool, and it is one of those things where it's like, uh, oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm showing the police patch. It says Salem, the Witch City, Massachusetts Police, 1626. Yeah, you can get it offline from yeah. their. Uh, like, if you just go type in Salem Police Department, you can order that. Yeah, they have them the for sale. They have city. T-shirts, I think. Yeah, it's it's the same well, thing that that Terrytown does, you know, for Sleepy Hollow. They have the headless horseman on theirs. For those who uh, have read Transylvania Traveler, our book, which you could purchase online at jackolanternpress dot com, that's how the whole book starts. That's how the Halloween season starts with the witching, the witching hour, hour, August first. Witches yeah. get together, open the portals, so that all the monsters can leave the monster universe and go to the human world to get Halloween up and running. See? Yeah, the witch is key. One of the things, too, I had on there, but and I, I think I told Tom the story, or I mean uh, Mike, and I, I don't know if Greg knows this story, but do you remember it is on the pin board that we have in the studio? There's a bat, and I remember this bat pin. It's this black bat with these green eyes, and Mom used to wear it every halloween and then one year i think i like begged her for it and i was like dude can i have this and i would always put it on during halloween and i would have it on my backpack year round and i remember like the feet broke off and then i was like i gotta take this out of commission before i really like break one of the wings or anything like that and it was just small it was like a you know three or four inches you know across but it's so cool, man. And that was like another thing. I did have bats on my list as well as jack-o'-lanterns. And I did have haunted houses. But I was like, you know what? I'd scarecrows, witches, and and headless horsemen for me, man. No, those are good. Definitely picks. a good bat list. Thing. Yep. The bat thing's cool. It's like it's, there'll be an object that probably just said Halloween to you every year. And yeah, it's like that's to me, that's uh that's everything. It's like whatever that item was that you kind of latched onto as a kid that made you think about Halloween. It's like, boom. Well, I think the only other like really iconic one that we, we all missed is a spider. I would say mm-hmm. that's probably, yeah. you know, the only other one that was really huge. And I thought about putting that on there, but I figured one of you guys were going to put it on there. 
Yeah, I when when we first thought like about spider webs. Yeah, spider webs and everything. Cobwebs. And, and when we first thought about like this idea for the show for like halfway to Halloween and we talked about like the icons, I didn't think this was going to be like as entertaining and as cool of a topic as it turned out to be. I think this was one of like my favorite episodes so far. Halloween is nice. Yeah, just 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 Credit card decline. I'm oh a, yeah. I'm going to have to fix that after the show. For sure. But, you know, just, just thinking about how, like, different these lists were and, like, our different memories, it, it now, like, I'm really excited for Halloween. I really want to go get my, you know, credit card back in order so I could start purchasing some masks, <laughs> some, you know, die cut scarecrows and, you know, haunted well, house attractions. I'm curious because uh, there were a couple other ones that I thought of. Did you Did anyone think of the owl or the raven? Yeah, I thought of the owl. Yeah. No, not for you. Not for me. Uh, Greggy? Not for me. Love it. What about like, so, well, I guess Tom said monsters. I was going to say like Dracula or Frankenstein. Are those Halloween? Like vampires? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, zombies or something along those lines. Yeah, I would couple those in with monsters. Yeah. Mutilations. Oh. Mutilations. Listen to your wife. Who listens to their wife? I fucking love the burbs. Yeah, the burbs. It's uh, it's almost like a halfway to Halloween type of movie time. We should just all watch the burbs. Should do a, an episode where we just watch it. Just watch it. That'd be cool again. Dude. Love it. With Tom. Tom would have to be a part With of it Thomas. this time. With Thomas the Tank. Yeah, I think these were great lists, man. I really enjoyed hearing like your memories, like why you thought of these as icons for Halloween, and it really does like get me excited. Now I'm really just I love these. I love these episodes because it it really does bring a piece of Halloween all year round. Yeah, what a perfect time halfway to Halloween month and we're uh, we're getting We're into already Halloween. pumped. Love it. Cool. Well, anything else? Or, Maddie, do you want to take us out? Yeah, let's take us out, man. It's it's time to go get this credit card back in order and then uh, start ordering some Halloween mask and, ooh, ooh. yeah, pumpkin spice and even a little uh, hot cider. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. So, thank you for tuning in to today's spooky episode of the Halloweeniacs on the Weird Network. Make sure to listen every 31st of the months that have a 31st anywhere podcasts can be found, even on the jack o Press Podcast Network feed. Don't forget to check out Halloweeniacs YouTube channel for all of our extra content. We're going to start adding more there, guys, but we will. Anyway, to keep up with Mike and Tom, visit jackolanternpress.com, listen to their podcast, and don't forget to purchase their book, Transylvania Traveler. I promise it's a scare. And make sure to follow along to Greg and I by subscribing to our YouTube channel at Nightmare365 and visit Nightmare365.com for the latest shows, contact information, and our shop the latest gear if you are a fellow halloweeniac keep those jack-o'-lanterns lit and halloween alive all year long after all we are the things that go bump in the night we live for icons we are the halloweeniacs until we meet again in the pumpkin patch stay spooky